Hey folks, this is Brent Elrod from the uh, Sticks and Stones show. I, I wanted to take a moment and uh, step away from what I normally do, uh, which is talk about the pairing of certain leafy substances that, that grow all around the world and how they pair with spirits. I can't say the name of those because then I, they want to kick me off YouTube, but I can talk about and consume all of this I want. I don't know. I don't understand it. But anyway, so I wanted to weigh in on this whole Jason Aldean controversy and the try that in a small town. Well, I grew up in a small town. Um, I lived in Columbia, Tennessee, where this video was shot. Uh, for a year, 1989-90. The small town I grew up in in northeast Arkansas is about the same as, as Columbia, Tennessee was. Uh, I currently live in the DFW Metroplex. Millions of people here. When I was in the Navy back in the early 90s, 91, 92, 93, I was stationed in Staten Island, New York and would go over into Manhattan and the Times Square District. So I have had experience in small towns in large cities and in the small town that this video was shot in. Um, Jason has stated that there was nothing racist about the song or the video, and I believe him. I listened to the, the song, I read the lyrics, I watched the video, and I didn't see anything in it that had anything to do with racism. Um, Jason grew up in Macon, Georgia another small town. Uh, he said that this song caused him to remember and reflect back, back on his time growing up in a small town and that sense of community and neighbor helping neighbor uh, and defending each other if anybody tried to come in and do anything ne'er-do-well. Uh, and he just said that that's how these lyrics spoke to him. They'll speak to other people in a different way. But since he was the one recording this song, uh, now, the town I grew up in, my father and my aunt graduated from the same high school that I graduated from. My younger brother graduated from this school, and he is now a school resource officer on the local PD, and he is in that school. There were generations of family that went through that school, one after the other, because they were born, they lived, and they died right there. And everybody knew everybody. My mother had been a school teacher. And every time she would go into my class at the beginning of the year, meet the teacher, she always knew them. Oh, Jane, how you doing? Haven't seen you in forever. Oh, yep, Brent's in your class. Look, I tell you what, he does anything wrong, you beat his ass and write a note, send it home to me, and I'll beat it when he gets home. That's how it was. Um, my class, I graduated with about 52 people. The numbers may not be exact, but it's real close, between 50 and 55. And of that number, 43 of us had been together since kindergarten. We knew each other. We had spent a little time together. Um, and we had uh, 
you know, a handful of minorities. We had some, some black folks come, come in. We had Hispanics come in. And they were just part of us, you know. We played on the playground with them. We played football with them. We played basketball with them. They were our friends. We didn't care what color they were. We liked them. We took care of them just like they were our family because they were. That is growing up in a small town. Columbia is a typical small town. Uh, the only place I have ever been that had a Walmart as an anchor store in the mall. And actually, the manager of the Walmart got into a uh, dispute with the company that managed the mall. He didn't want to have to pay a higher rent rate when his lease was up. And he said, well, look, I'll just have Walmart build me a new store. And they were like, yeah, why don't you do that? And so he did. And they built a brand new store within sight of the mall. And the mall's sales just tanked because everybody came to the mall because Walmart was there. The other kind of funny story is that Columbia's claim to fame is its Mule Day Festival. Um, and me being an outsider, I came in, was only there for a year, and I left. I was uh, an assistant manager of an athletic retail or retailer, athletic shoe retailer that uh, rhymes with fart knocker. Uh, but anyway, they had um, this Mule Day Festival, and they had a Mule Day Queen. And so I always joked with the locals that she got to be head jackass for a year. <laughs> they didn't like it too much. But, you know, hey. Um, but my employees there, I had two white people, I had two black people. They had all gone to school together. They all knew each other. They were all friends because they lived in a small town. And they were all community, and they were all family, and there was no racial tension at all. And that's from an outsider who came in and just spent a, a lot of time there. Uh, the production company that shot the video, Jason had nothing to do with the decision on where to shoot it. They had a team that had a list of places that were all fairly close within an hour or so of Nashville, and they went out to these locations, and this is the one that they thought fit best for what they wanted to do. They didn't even look in the history to see if anything bad had ever happened there, racially speaking. And, and honestly, you, you, you can't go to a small town, a, any town, big city, small town, whatever, that at some point between the Reconstruction, 1865, and uh, the Civil Rights era, around 1965, and not find something that, that happened in, in the realm of racial violence. It was wrong. It shouldn't have happened. We can't go back and change it. But it happened. And if, and if we are, if we just want to turn a blind eye to that, then at some point we will probably be destined to repeat it. And we shouldn't. Um, and I think the perpetually offended crowd uh, would have found something to be offended by no matter what happened. I had to go and look up where the video was shot because I didn't know. Not like I recognized the place. Um, but they were going to keep digging until they found something that they could be offended by and that they could make an issue out of. 
You know, Jason and his wife are very ardent in their polit political beliefs, and they're very vocal about it. And I believe that these people wanted to find a way that they could cancel Jason. And they're not going to do it. He's not going to back down. And he is popular enough that it's not going to happen. Uh, quite honestly, I think if they spent more time doing, like Martin Luther King said, and judging a man by the content of his character and not his skin color, or what Morgan Freeman said, and if we want to stop racism, let's just stop talking about it, and it'll go away. I think if they tried that, it'd work a whole lot better than this. But it's not about that. It's about votes. That's all it's about. They have to keep the pot stirred so that they can keep their voters voting for the people they want. I think what Jason was saying was in towns like he grew up in, in towns like I grew up in, in, in that community there was a sense of family where neighbors helped neighbors and race wasn't a concern. The images of rioting and looting, he believed, wouldn't happen in a small town because of that family connection. It is my belief that in a small town, if someone came from outside and they wanted to try and loot and destroy the local pharmacy, the locals would be up in arms. They would jump in to help the pharmacy owner. Why? Because he was their family. He went to school with them. He went to church with them. Maybe at some point in time, they had had a sick relative that he had helped out. Neighbors helping neighbors. That's what it's about. It's not about racism. Having lived and living in a big city, I can attest that you cannot have that kind of sense of community because there's too many people and it's too large a geographic area. It has nothing to do with racism. Race has nothing to do with it. But the tribalism of the left and the right is slowly destroying this country. Jason is right. We need that sense of family and community back and forget about the racial lines. We need to get back to the ideals that made America great. And still today gives a person, regardless of race, a better chance of success here than in any other place on earth. The bad things from our country's past should not determine our country's future. If we would stop being hyphenated Americans and just be Americans, our country would be a better place. Keep your sticks dry, stones cold. Have a great day.